0: I find that if I stopwatch,
1: it keeps us a little bit shorter because I'm looking at the time.
0: I was just about to say, yeah, that kind of makes sense too.
1: Honestly, I feel like both of us should stopwatch just because it keeps us from end one more thinging, you know? Oh, yeah. You don't have to, but I'm just saying that. uh,
0: The only only reason I asked for this week is I, I have something up that I'm watching on my phone. You're watching shit on your phone? No, not like watching, watching. There's, there, there's something going on on my phone. I'm just keeping I was about track to say, of.
1: you can't do that. Melissa can get yeah, it. Yeah, No, <laughs> no I'm, get just, I'm just keeping track of something on my phone right okay. now. All right. Um, I mean, is everything okay? Oh, yeah. Everything's
0: totally fine. It's 100% fine. It's nothing wrong at all. It's, okay. Yeah, it's good. Uh, all right.
1: you'll, you'll find out about it later once it's all done and over with. All right, that's very confusing to me, but okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what it would have to do with me. Now I'm very No, no like,
0: you're good, no, you're good. Just go ahead, go ahead. It'll all make sense.
1: Yeah, sure, now we have just nothing but <laughs> mysteries hanging <laughs> up. And you're just like, yeah, just do it, just do it. <laughs> just, just do, do the show. thing, it's fine. I get, I get to have this shit in the back of my brain like a time bomb, great, thanks, thanks. I'm gonna go to sleep tonight. Like, what the fuck was he talking about? <laughs>
2: all right. Time to get your fix. It's a horrible gaming podcast. It's not good. It's not great. Horrible gaming podcast. It's not even what you would call fair. It's really not that good. Horrible gaming podcast. Hello,
1: my name is Zachariah with Old Man Gaming. Welcome to another horrible gaming podcast. With me, as always, is.
0: Okay, Tiny Wizard. <laughs> I like to change it up. I like to change I, I, I it know. up every week. If I'm saying like the go, same thing.
1: <laughs> if, you, if anybody who watches all of our shows would be like, Neil likes to do the opposite thing of Phil Billy. <laughs> it's like if I go loud, Phil Billy has to go seven octaves louder than me. Uh, Whereas you're like, I'm going to get as quiet as humanly possible. Um, All right. So you guys tune into a horrible gaming podcast. Uh, What this means for you is, uh, well, your judgments in question, but as usual, we're just two guys. We don't get paid for this yet. Yet sponsors. (laughs) Um, But uh, we're, yeah, so this is going to be what it is. My kid's behind me with a tablet, so we're definitely going to hear her, I'm sure. Uh, and then a few credits before we get into the meet and greet uh, nitty gritty of the of the podcast. Mark Bell, thank you to all the original graphics you're going to see in the YouTube version. And then uh, Nick Van Sliders, thank you for this theme song and all of our theme songs and all the original tracks that you have given to the channel. We appreciate you
2: for that. <music> horrible gaming podcast.
1: All right. So that brings us to our first segment and possibly our most favorite, And that is fan traction. That's where we talk to you guys, the fans, we open a dialogue, we read your comments, uh, on the YouTube, on the discord, wherever we find them. Uh, we also use your comments to decide the horrible arena from last week. Um, as well as usually ask you guys a question, see what you guys say, you know, stuff like that. Just, we'd like to talk to you guys. Um, So this week, I'm going to start Fan Traction off with an apology. I'd like to apologize to uh, Foundation member Philbilly330, who posted a vote for Last Horrible Arena well before we were started recording, and I just totally forgot to look. Uh, (laughs) I apologize, Philbilly. I truly apologize that your your vote was not um, remembered. Because of that, we're just going to start with Phil Billy. Uh, he said, this better vote better get counted this week. I'm going to go, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with Project Trick or Treat this week. To which I responded to him, it will, and I promise, also expect an on-air apology. And that's what it was. I am sorry, Phil Billy, that I did not read your comment last week. I apologize. Um, he also would have voted for mine, which would have tied us up, but it's fine. Um, so keeping with that, we'll move on back to the YouTube comments. Uh, Kayla voted for project trick or treat. So Neil, you're pulling away, buddy. That's three to one right there. Oh man. Yeah, I know. You know, I'm actually like, I'm both happy and sad because I loved trick or treat, but I loved mine and mine didn't get like one vote. So it makes me a little sad, but at the same time. At the same time, like yours, like I'm like I'm happy that yours was so good and it won. But at the same time, I'm like mine was really good too and it didn't get a vote. But it was, Uh, you know what? I'll vote for yours, Zach. (laughs) Thank you, Neil. Thank you for your pity vote. Um, (laughs) Then we go into Kev Too Tall. Here we go again with this epic thing. Uh, So, Kev, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to respond to what you wrote here. But then we got to move on because we can't have a, a, a one post a week discussion with you <laughs> about, about things. I appreciate all your comments, man, and I will always read them out. But we got, we got to move on from this. He says, if Epic wins, he is referring to two weeks ago, we talked about this, uh, the battle between Apple and Google and Epic over the whole Fortnite currency thing. Uh, He said, if Epic wins, every small developer wins. Epic could have negotiated a lower percentage for themselves, uh, but then only they benefit. This was about them paying less, but they chose the path that made them look like heroes instead of greedy corporate conglomerate. Kev, I love you, man. I don't believe that for a second. There is no part of me that believes that Epic, Epic, did this for any other reason than Epic. We just don't have all the facts. There is no world in which I'm gonna like say that Epic did this for small developers. It's just not gonna happen. Uh, especially since if they had done this for small developers, well, I guess they did kind of weaponize everybody that way. I, I still, I don't feel like that was what this was at all. Uh, so with that being said, I, I, that's just not, I don't believe that. I don't know, Neil, do you believe that?
0: I mean, I don't think it was the intention. However, if as a byproduct of this whole thing, it right. does help small developers. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I would, that, that'd that be fantastic. I'm uh,
1: all for that. I'm all for small developers getting help out of the situation. I just don't think that the board of directors at Epic Games sat down around a table and thought about, how are we going to help small-time developers? Like, that just that's not a situation that happened in my head or if that came up, it was like, we'll look really good because we can also say that this helps small developers. Like I still feel like there was, there was a negotiation. It fell through and this was some sort of retaliation. I just don't see Epic being the hero for these people. Uh, it might be an inadvertent hero, but I don't see them being an actual hero. Yeah. Um, So then Kev Toutal says Zach messing up question mark. Well, now we know why it's horrible. Yes, we do. I mess up every week repeatedly. Um, and then he also, uh, taunted Melissa to get me when she yelled at me for trying to pass over her. Um, (laughs) I didn't mean to do that either. That was just the confusion of having everybody here. I was wearing a lot of hats that day, Kev, a lot of hats. So that's it for fan traction. We didn't get the, the usual stream of consciousness that is Kevin. So um, what do we want to, uh, what do we want to ask the peeps? What do we want to ask the people out there, man? Um, you
0: know what? Uh, it's actually going to be a lead in. And okay. uh, to the, uh, to our first talking point here. I think you're going to ask the
1: same question. I was probably going to ask if you said you didn't have one. So go ahead. Uh, you know what? It's, I think it's going to be close, but I mean, we are
0: going to assume now that uh, Microsoft has put all their information out there and how they've teed everything up. How are you feeling about Microsoft? And we're thinking too, that Sony's on Wednesday has a conference. Now, this is probably going to be their response so if Sony does
1: respond, how are we feeling now that all the cards are on the table? Okay, all right. Well, uh, we're gonna talk about price in a second, so I'm not gonna respond to that now. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we,
0: we won't even have to address it next week because all of our information, I mean, with the exception <laughs>
1: of, again, presumably like, Sony's like going efficiently. You're keeping that fan traction tight. <laughs> it's like next week's fan traction gonna be nice and tight you watch kevin's gonna post like 1400 posts and it will have to go 20 minutes on fan traction or something (laughs) kevin that's not a challenge uh all right oh no i'm pretty sure he's already accepted that challenge (laughs) yeah he heard it and got
2: excited horrible gaming podcast
1: all right, so that brings us to our first talking point, and mo- boy, is it gonna be a doozy. Man, Neil, can I just say right off the bat before we get into this? I was so hoping that we wouldn't, like, for one week, we wouldn't have to talk about this. Like, and now <laughs> they finally released really the price, and here we go again, back into the quagmire. Uh, Windows Central breaks a uh, leak on Xbox releasing, basically telling us what the price of the new consoles were gonna be. Xbox then fired back and actually just admitted it. They just were like, yep, this is what it's gonna be. And then they gave us all the plan options and the release date and basically told us everything that we either suspected or was rumored um, based on this Windows Central leak. Um, So the prices are, window series uh, I'm sorry Xbox series s which is an amazing console which we're going to talk about is only three hundred dollars two ninety nine uh, then the uh, Xbox series X the big bad boy uh, that's only going to be four ninety nine and both of these consoles will come with uh, financing and payment options um, so let's I don't know where to start on this can we, Let's, how about we start on the way that – let's do it chronologically, the way that this was released. Shall we start yeah. there? Yeah, uh, we may as well. I mean – All right. Well, I got a rant. No, so go ahead. No, go ahead. Start um, off. Start off, my guy. Ran so, away. So after this leak comes out, uh, Xbox basically says, oh, hey – We thought we've been hearing that you guys wanted the price. So we're just going to go ahead and tell it to you. And then they gave us this like charitable, like charity post of all their information and the price. I want to say something right now. Uh, Just because you got to it first, shame on you. There is still 60 (laughs) days before we can buy this. Don't act like, not only, not only is there sixty days before you can buy this, but we had to drag you into the street and basically beat you down and steal your phone, show you the text, uh, uh proof of it to make you yell it out to everybody. And it's absolutely ridiculous. I just got shushed by my child. I'm apparently being too loud. Wow. But yeah, I know. keep it down. No, yeah, keep it down. Um, it, 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 this is absolutely it's so shameful and it's so shameful that it's so shameful and it is beyond uh it is beyond stella (laughs) i'm gonna talk loud if you don't like it, jesus uh It is so shameful. It is beyond shameful uh, that I'm having a hard time finding words for it, that they would then parade it out like they're doing the charitable thing. And then Phil Spencer put a tweet on like, well, we were going to release it in a week anyway, so you know. And I almost tweeted on it. It should have been released four months ago. We should have known the price. We should have all been aware of it. But your stupid chicken match between you and PlayStation it 's made everybody suffer, so I just want to say one more time, yay, the prices are out and and guess what? Screw you, Xbox for waiting so long now it gets leaked that 's how it happens it could the same thing could have happened to PlayStation, it happened to Xbox, but you guys waited so long that there was no way that it wasn 't going to get leaked by somewhere,
0: but at the same time too like uh, if they had come at the Series S with a higher price than they did, I think that we could still be mad at them. But truthfully, the fact that they have a $300 version of the console is obscene. Coupled with the fact that – obscene in a good way, by the way. Um, coupled with the fact that now uh, the EA, uh, EA's subscription service is going to be bundled into Game Pass. Way ahead. I know, but, like, yeah. I seriously, like, when I heard 299, I was like, there's no way. Yeah. There's absolutely no way. But, they're like, they, they did it. And, granted, it's an all-digital console, but there's an interesting way to think about this, actually. Like – they could target that $300 console at somebody like myself. And honestly, it worked. I'm one of the ones who plans on going and getting a PlayStation 5, but I've always had both of the consoles. Right? So given the choice, I'm going to take the PS5, but also this $300 version of the console that I only have for exclusives anyways, and I already have Game Pass Ultimate anyways, especially coupling it with their financing option. I pay $15 a month as it is for game pass ultimate tack another $10 a month on that. And I have an Xbox series S it's crazy. Okay.
1: So I agree with just about everything you're saying. And we're definitely going to talk about all the positives because Xbox had a really good week as far as the information that was released uh, and, and they definitely turn this leak into a positive. However, I'm gonna rebut one thing you said, which is we don't we we would we should be mad at them if it was a higher price, but it's such a low price we shouldn't be. No, we should still be mad well- at them. There is no reason that we are getting the prices 60 days before release. That is absolutely asinine and terrible. And while they do have a lot of consumer forward stuff that we are definitely gonna talk about, and I'm definitely gonna sing their praises when that comes, they botched this from day one. Let me tell you why. They should have marketed the Series S before the Series X, way before. And I tell you, if they had, I might not be on PC right now. Because the the Series S is for everybody who doesn't want to upgrade their entire living room or is a little bit behind on that or is happy with their 1080p TV. Like, Because you can run the games on that on a 1080p TV without problems. Like, That's amazing to me. That was the thing that really got me. I'm like, you got a $300 system out there. That's what I wanted the next gen to be is the Series S. With the exception of I would prefer disc drive. Definitely. But still, if if they had marketed that to me in the first place, I might not be on PC right now. I might have been like, hey, it works with our TV. That's what we'll get. And I'll worry about, you know, and, and I mean GameStop's dead anyway, you know. All right. Like eventually physical copies are gonna go out, so I'll just transfer into digital at that point. Like I mean, the Series X and all the ridiculous specs about it, if you read them, I mean while we both know they're not all the games aren't going to run at that when they were throwing around the maxes, it scared people. I mean, not everybody. A lot of people have upgraded to 4k. I'm not saying they haven't, but I personally know at least three people who are like, I got a 1080p TV. I don't want to give up my TV. I like my TV. And this console like is too beefy for it. So like, I mean, I don't know if Phil Billy would be on a PC if they had released this system. I mean, he probably would be, but you see what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of people looked at the Series X and were like, I might as well just get a PC at this point. Whereas if they had released the Series S first, they had showed us the literature on that first, then they had said there's this high-end model that's coming, kind of more the way they did 1S and 1X, even though I know that was mid-series generations, but more like that. I would have been much more excited, especially since the Series S, I'm not the Series S. The One S. No, yeah, the Series S. That thing is almost faster than the PlayStation Five, and that's a three hundred dollar system. Well, that runs on your ten eighty p TV. Like that would have that would have changed my mind. I feel like they did not do their announcements the right way.
0: I mean, again, it all comes down to the overall the overall specs across the board, what's what, and what's doing what, what, where. Right. One thing that really blows my mind, and I think of the only negative that I have in regards to
1: any of this. Right. When you look at the specs hey, for pause the Xbox. Expo- hey, for a sec. I'm sorry, yeah. pause for a sec. Somebody just knocked at my door, hold on.
0: Good, go answer that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Zach just got the pizza! Hey, Stella, can you hear me? Can you tell your dad that that pizza's from me so he's not super confused?
1: Uh, Neil. Nice, Neil. Nice. <laughs> nice. Right in the middle of a segment, too. I, was, I,
0: I, was, I told Kayla last night. They're like, this is my fucking plan. <laughs> and I was hoping so much, you have no idea how hard I played around with the timing to hope that, that it worked out right. That's what I was watching on my phone, by the way, I was the fucking it. Domino's tracker. <laughs> I
1: get it. That's great. That's great. Uh, for everybody out there, I know I said pause. I'll probably edit it so that the, the silence is out of there. Uh, the reason I said pause, somebody was at my door. Um, and Neil, anybody who is a aficionado of this channel. Can have pizza? Yes, you can have pizza. <laughs> uh, let me go get a plate in a second. Everybody who's an aficionado of the, uh, the channel will know that uh, Neil bet me that the Xbox Series X would be more than $500. And he bet <laughs> me dinner. So apparently this is dinner. Although I do remember saying I w- was going to choose, but I will accept this. This was a good play, man. This was a good move. Uh, yeah it's just cheese uh, I, I didn't know what toppings y'all really liked so i figured oh, i'd be fine. the same i'm a mushroom and extra cheese guy so this is if it had been pepperoni i would have been like this doesn't count okay because i, I almost like no you you get nothing what's great yeah. is I, I went over there and the Domino's guy because they don't actually stay at the door but he's just there right. like, they waiting for me and i come on i'm like hey i didn't order this and he's like yeah we have this weird note that just says it's ordered from a friend and I was like, this is from a friend. And he was like, Are you Neil? And I was like, No, I'm not. Oh. Don't That's, worry, I know what this is, pizza dude. <laughs> yeah, uh it was I was fake
0: because whenever you pause, I knew what was going on. And uh Stella just happened to be standing by there too. I was like, Oh, you know what? He's kinda gone for a minute. I was like, I wonder if he's thinking he's getting like some crazy 4chan challenge oh. thing where he gets pizza sent to his house I was like hey Stella go just make sure that your dad knows that's from
1: me <laughs> oh okay yeah it what was funny is like a lot of times when I get knocks or something like that I don't even hear them while I'm podcasting so you got lucky that I even heard the knock
0: well and that's that's I I left the note on there too I said if you knock and nobody answers just set it down and then I was watching the phone so that way I'd be like hey you should go
1: check your front door <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, I am going to actually pause our recording for a second and go get some plates for this bad boy because my kid really wants a piece. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. uh,
0: All right. Um, So what I find very interesting and the only thing I really find frustrating about this entire thing is Microsoft is going to keep manufacturing the Xbox One S but they're going to discontinue the Xbox One X, which actually has a, uh, a faster GPU and more processing power at six teraflops over, what is it, the three, I think, mm-hmm. that's in the One S, uh, the Series S. That's kind of really strange to me. Yeah. Why didn't they discontinue <clears throat> like all that, just turn the the one X into a beefier console and upgrade that in general or something along those lines. It yeah. just doesn't make sense to me, especially now that depending on what you're looking for, if you want almost the same power, I mean, it's, it's a little bit less in regards to the power in general, but if you want a little bit less power on the uh, Xbox one X, but still have a disc drive, you can add actually get that cheaper used probably than the series s that's the only strange
1: thing i just don't understand that move in that regard uh you know we talked about that when we heard about it i mean it makes the 1x a failure uh, because it's got a shorter lifespan than the freaking jaguar um right like i i don't understand that move either um i really like I understand the merits of the Series S over the One X, but I don't understand why you wouldn't cancel the One S.
0: Right. That's, that's the one, th- especially going forward, knowing that this console is going to be, the, the One Xbox One S is going to be effectively dead pretty much in a year or so anyways, which is par for the course on a generation anyways. But why are you n- going to still manufacture that? That just doesn't make sense to me. Also, another mild annoyance that I have, the naming conventions that they chose to use from the previous generation into this generation, The Xbox One S and the Xbox One X and the Xbox Series S and
1: Series X. It's going to take me a long time to keep those straight. (laughs) Every time I have a conversation with anybody, they get confused. And I I get confused. Like, it's a terrible naming convention. I don't argue with that at all. I do want to say, I think that we're going to see a paradigm shift with Xbox this generation. Um, And I don't don't think we're going to see another full console generation out of xbox no, and i think no. that's why this whole series thing is coming up i think we're going to see we got playstation 5 on the other side i think that's how they're going to differentiate the their ideologies i think playstation 5 in two to three years we're going to see a mid-season a mid a mid-generation upgrade like they did last thing because that's their playbook and then in five six years we're going to see a new system from them whereas xbox i think every two to three years we're going to get new models and You know, you had sent me something about the whole Edinburgh Series V thing. Right. I I personally think that the Edinburgh Series V is the next, like to do that, to have a system, a series upgrade of every two to three years, they're already working on whatever that is. I think the Series V is gonna be the next one. And then it's just gonna constantly go with this forward and backwards compatibility. And when your stuff becomes too obsolete, you gotta buy into the new one and then that's it, you know?
0: yeah and that leans into their whole the whole way that they're like financing and everything i honestly like I've been pretty hard on Microsoft as of late with everything that they've done, but like at this current juncture, what they've put forward you you can't be mad with the exception of the fact that they did wait a while but yeah,
1: I can be mad at the price and I can be mad at the way it was released um but I will say one thing I really liked about everything that came out was, and, you know, we've talked about that. One of the things that I do like about Xbox is usually they at least appear to be a little bit more consumer friendly. Um, You know, for their smart delivery, uh, their exclusivity is being kind of anywhere that it needs to be. Like, I I like that. I like not being held hostage by my system, which is what PlayStation does unabashedly. Um, And this but they've kind of, they kind of doubled back on that in a couple of like the last like shows that they had. And we talked about that. Their, their message became mixed. Yeah. One was very consumer friendly. It seemed to go back to that ideology. I really enjoyed the financing plans too. I thought that was, if anything kind of waylaid the anger for the, how long it took them and the way it had to be done for them to actually tell us, Uh, it was the fact that they were like, you know, we know this is a pandemic year. Um, we're going to offer financing plans for both. I think that was really, really, really cool and consumer forward. I mean, yeah, it's financing. That's not great, great, but it will allow some people to go out there and get a system who doesn't have that money saved up, you know? Yeah, I mean, truthfully, it's
0: actually introduced the idea to uh, Kayla and myself of actually getting both. Right. The, like right off the top because i already have the money set aside for the ps5 but for an extra ten dollars a month we can step into next gen on xbox as well right like it especially if you already have game pass ultimate mm-hmm. it's essentially a no-brainer
1: stella come over here, come over here for a second. i do want to we'll say we'll though, though really quickly say thank you neil thank you neil
0: Oh, absolutely. I hope you enjoyed. Thank
1: you. Mickey, pizza. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. No, you're good. Uh
0: no, what I was going to say though is uh, moving kind of towards the speculative side now. There's been rumors that uh, this their announcement has forced Sony's hand hard. Um <laughs>
1: yeah, so we should talk about that.
0: Uh so, I mean, we, kind, we knew that the PS5 was gonna be more expensive. They've already warned us about that. Um, but I mean, them, Microsoft going before Sony would have already been a good enough move for them. But because of the price disparity between the two consoles that Microsoft is showing, It has reportedly forced Sony into a position to where they've had to shave a significant amount off the cost of the PlayStation 5. Um, How much that is, we don't know because we don't know what it was going to be. I mean, my guess was going to be that they were going to be looking at a $600 price for the PS5, but if they came in with that price. Especially given the fact th- the $100 difference between the Series X and the PS5 would have been bad, but not as bad as a literal $300 difference between the Series S and the PlayStation 5.
1: Well, now that our uh, meal, uh, meal bet has been uh, resolved, do um, you want to see if we can make another one on what PlayStation is going to launch at? Because <laughs> I got some theories. Are you are you are you riding high? Are you trying to get
0: another pizza out of me, oh, my guy? Two for one, <laughs> baby. Two for one. um for baby? for You know, I I I'm thinking I'm thinking that the PlayStation Five is going to come in at 500 for the standard and 400 for the all digital version.
1: All right, all right. you want to know what I think?
0: What are you thinking?
1: I think there's no way that the beefcake PlayStation comes in under five fifty. You think? Yeah, I think mean, they're going to be fifty dollars higher. I I don't think they can afford to be any cheaper. I think the all digital. I'm not sure. I don't even want to make a bet on that because I don't know what they. They they really haven't talked about what like what they've really taken out of that? Like, is it just the main? It is, it is just the disk drive. So that is the one major difference between
0: Microsoft and Sony's two consoles is Microsoft has scaled
1: back the specs for the Series S. Oh, whereas, okay. where, yeah. But uh, again, where, they kind of made that into a positive. At, right. le- at least as far as I'm concerned.
0: Right, yeah. It, it speaks to a whole nother section of people who are right. currently in the gaming space, which is right. great. Whereas Sony's Play is literally, it's the same exact console. You just don't have the disk drive in it. Specs are all the same across the board from what I understand. So I think the the removal of the disk drive in that regard is literally just for people who want to save space and money
1: that's gonna be bucks right yeah it's
0: it's, it's gonna be a hundred dollars difference especially just considering the licensing fees for an ultra hd 4k blu-ray drive just strictly licensing that out
1: i think i will bet that playstation 5 is over 550 okay if, i will bet playstation 5 is 549 or higher
0: Damn! If it is, oh, Sony has problems. I mean, you I'm make gonna a buy bet? it still. You wanna I'm make a buy bet? You know what? Yeah, let let's make yeah! a bet. And this and this time that this time, if I gotta pay out, I hope to God I don't have to pay out. I hope I'm so. I <laughs> I hope they can't. They can't. In no world can they come in at five fifty. And if they do, I mean, they're literally speaking to a, a very strict set of gamers.
1: I mean, I want to say right now, as a fat guy, I very much hope you pay out as, <laughs> as, a, as a gamer. Coco, enough, you get the crust when I'm done. Um, as a gamer, I, I, I hey, nah. As a gamer, I'm very much hoping that I'm wrong because I, I don't want it to be bad for anybody. I want the people to be able to play the games. And in a pandemic year, it's, I've already talked about how terrible it is that they waited as long as they did, but yeah, Sony is not going to have any financing plans. Like they're yeah. not going to have anything like that. So it's going to be a straight drop of a ton of money. So if, if I'm right, it's terrible. It's a terrible yeah. thing that Sony's done. Uh, and I think they can take away their terrible uh, company uh, award from EA at that point. Yeah. Uh, so I very much hope I'm wrong. I very yeah. much hope I'm wrong. I mean,
0: it would be a very tough sell. I mean, they already know that quantities are going to be limited. I mean, I hope to God that's not a play towards that, that they don't say, well, not a lot of people are going to buy it anyway or can't all get their hands on it, so we're just right. going to charge whatever the hell we want to charge for it. that right. That's bad. That would be horrible. Obviously, that information would never come out, but I feel like... I feel like Sony could because they did, from my understanding, in the, uh, the PlayStation 3 generation, they manufactured at a loss and made that up in software sales. And then eventually yeah. the price of the tech came down and then it wasn't so much of a loss for them. And from what I understand, what the rumors have been on, online circulating, that uh, $450 is the cost to manufacture one console so at 500 dollars for the console they're only making 50 bucks
1: off each one right um so i mean i don't know man i think it's uh i mean I don't, I don't know if they can cut enough we'll see we'll see what they do
0: they're definitely on the defensive at this point though
1: they are but again how how better would it have been if Microsoft had had an event in August and announced all this stuff with the EA play thing, they would have been on the defensive. Plus they would have had all the bells and whistles. Now it looks like, I don't know. It looks like we forced it out of them. And that just kind of takes away from the announcement to me. Like they should have announced already. They shouldn't have waited as long as they did. They should have just like decided they were going to do what they were going to do and do it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Since we're finishing up on this subject, I do want to say something. Um, IGN Podcast Unlocked and IGN Game Scoop, if you guys are listening to this, seriously, give me a shout out. Because nobody anywhere on the internet was calling Sony and Xbox's whole waiting thing a chicken match. Or a against- <laughs> And both of them have said a game of chicken the last two weeks. The only people who were saying that was us with our 227 subscribers. I swear to God, if you guys are listening, I'm fine with it. Just give a brother a shout out, man. Seriously. It's funny you bring that up because I literally had thought about that at one
0: point yeah, too. I was hell, like, man? I was like, wow, that's I had not heard that. It's like, do we have? Are they one of the two hundred twenty some somebody? Right,
1: <laughs> right, and and they were always really nice about it. They're like, well, they'll release when they release. We were the guys who were angry about it, and then all of a sudden, this last week, they were like, finally, the chicken match is over. I'm like, we we said that. like us what the hell ign if you guys are listening it's totally fine just just give a brother a shout out man seriously struggling channel
2: here horrible gaming podcast
1: all right so that brings us to our second talking point now that the price is finally out of our way and i'm sure we'll have to talk about it again which makes me depressed next week oh god i'm so sick i'm so sick of talking about the price neil i really am um, it just it it takes out of me like I feel like I need a nap after the podcast when I talk about that fucking price. I get so mad um, so our second talking point is Ubisoft forward, the ongoing everlasting e three uh, conference that will be going at infinitum forever, uh, had its second showing um, so let's talk about this real quick. Uh, there was no doubt in my mind um, and they they squelched all doubts that basically every two months you're going to get an ubisoft forward they're going to show you some games like this is how they're doing it from now these incremental like like incremental like 16 it wasn't 16 it was like an hour in- incremental hour long conference trailer dump things that neil hates um but yeah. but if you watch that their language is very clear like right from the beginning like our next ubisoft forward and the next time and the next time so this is how they're doing it from now on Just
0: to clarify, I don't hate the trailer dump. I hate uh, an announcement. And then next time it's like, oh, here's like another trailer of the same exact thing. And then again, for the same exact thing. Like, I, I mean, I fast forwarded through the watchdog stuff i fast forwarded through it's like i don't care i've seen this so many times like i don't need to see the same thing over and over and over again well, in a I perfect world I, perfect, I, I, i'm sorry go ahead yeah i was just gonna say in a perfect world i would like an announcement and then the next time i see anything from it is like a gameplay trailer and that's it like i want the game to be out but of course that'll never happen
1: Uh, like, okay, so yeah, they can't do that because hype is part of the money that they get for doing this. Like it doesn't quite work like movies, you know, where all the, all the money made is in either the purchase of the movie or the going to the movie theater, you know? Right. Uh, With, with games, like they make a lot of money before the game even comes out with, you know, deals that they get via hype. You know, you just yeah. look at like Avengers, Marvel's Avengers, not to bring that up again, because that's kind of a quagmire. But um, it's the easiest one to point to. And as an example, like how much money do you think they got from Verizon or whatever else sponsorship they got to put a skin in? And that was long before the game ever was released. So a lot of the, the funding for these games, a lot of the the revenue that these games make, they make before the game even comes out, you know? True. So we're going to get hype. There's just no way around it. I will say this. I'm done with announcement trailers all the way around. If you don't have gameplay, I just don't want to see it. Like, just when you have gameplay, show me gameplay. And then then I'm okay with the hype train every so often. But I will say I don't think they needed to show Watch Dogs Legion at this. Mm, No. (laughs) I mean, I would have been okay with, like, just a trailer. You know what I mean? Just like a, hey, this is coming out trailer. You know what I mean? but instead they gave us this feature on this like British rapper that's going to be in it. And okay, that's cool. I'm not against that at all, but I didn't feel like you should take time away from that on the main show for that. Like, yeah, like a pregame show sort of thing. Uh, I would have much rather heard about some of your other properties that you actually showed on the pre, on the pre-show. And instead just gotten like another two minute, recut of the trailer. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's fine. Keep the hype going. But like, I don't need 10 minutes on it every time. Um, chronologically though, they started with, uh, the rebranding of gods and monsters, which video games, I want to, I want to just bring it down for a second and implore you. I implore you. Okay. We have a hard enough time taking, getting taken seriously as a community, as an industry as an art stop misspelling things for the shit of it like <laughs> it when they showed the, the immortals uh phoenix rising the phoenix is spelled with an f and a y why why that y is for why like why would you do that like and they're like we felt this name better represented the game the game is going to have bad grammar and a two-year-old writing level. Like, that's what it's going to have. Like, I don't understand why they – I don't understand why they renamed it. I thought Gods and Monsters was fine. I I liked Gods and Monsters. But if you're going to rename it, stop spelling things wrong just because you think it's cool to spell things wrong. Can we agree on that one? Oh,
0: absolutely. I mean, I – uh, it's. I don't understand why you would announce a game, get the hype rolling behind that game, and like, oh, wow, this is cool. You know, We've talked about it at length since it was shown off, and then, okay, well, at the last second, we're going to change the name and confuse everybody. Because now it's stuck in our minds as gods and monsters. It's going to be probably referred to as gods and monsters when it comes out. Yeah. Even though the name, you know, is the Phoenix rising the the new chapter or whatever the hell they want to call it. <laughs> like, that's one other thing. Side note, semicolon names and titles, I hate.
1: Oh, man. Borderlands DLC. Like, it's like if they don't have at least, like, three subtitles, they're not doing their jobs, apparently. Like, yeah. every one of them, like, the – handsome jackpot the heist of the handsome jackpot moxie's heist like it, it's like Colin, Colin, d-, d dlc names i'm cool with to differentiate it from the actual base game yeah you don't need but a like, paragraph though if i if i run out of characters putting up the review for the title y- you're doing something wrong right like the halo 5 guardians yeah every fun. other game right. has been called halo
0: with a number with the exception of ODST, which was kind of necessary, necessary to differentiate it from the base Halo 3, but still make it part of Halo 3. And then uh, Halo Reach. Right. Outside of that, why do you, Halo 5 Guardians? We don't, we don't know. We'll learn about the Guardians when we play the game. Immortals, Phoenix, Rising, like why? To add to right. confusion, more pretentious.
1: Right, I agree. I agree. Um, So the other thing uh, they showed, the other two big ones, if I recall correctly, I don't think I'm missing anything, but if I am, let me know. Uh, Oh, no, there's three. There's three things I want to talk about that looked interesting. Number one, Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I have no nostalgia. I am very excited about that. That's a nostalgia game for me. I loved those games, uh all three of the first three and they were they were just games that they just hit me like narratively and everything. Like I I couldn't wait to get them when they'd come out, you know.
0: Yeah, the the only one that I actually played was the one that was just called Prince of Persia that they put out for the PS3 and the 360.
2: Right, right. I have that
0: one. Uh And that's the only one I played to some degree. I kind of enjoyed it. I never finished it, but like looking back on it now, it was like, I guess an early iteration of Breath of the Wild kind of. I Uh, mean, mean, like you had a very set, like this is what you go do A, B, and C, but like you had a for the most part, an open sort of path. There was a big open space. There were like the four different areas that you could see off in the distance so that you would kind of know to go that way. I, I kind of enjoyed that, but I mean, like it was impossible to lose.
1: <laughs> yeah, they, they made it way easier than the originals. Um, and and they they did some other experimental stuff. And I actually really liked that game. I was kind of upset it didn't get a sequel, but at the same time, those original three were just so important to me. Like, I love them. They're part of my foundation gaming stuff. So, to see this is great. I know it's getting some heat because of the way it looks and stuff. Uh, and, and, and they've also – they're calling it a remake, and it looks to be a little bit more like a remaster. But yeah. Again, we don't know everything they added. I already heard some, like, dialogue that wasn't in the game that was in that trailer. So, it'll be – It'll be interesting to see what they do. I'm still excited for it. I will probably get it. Um, then after that, we've got. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold the big one till the end because I loved it. Um, but the other thing that I'm really interested in is. Um, oh man, now I'm not gonna remember what they called it. The tower, the division two announcement. Oh, god, that's gonna drive me nuts. I mean, I
0: fast-forwarded through it, so. It
1: was cool, though. It's a really cool idea, Neil. Like, I know you're not a games of service person, but, like, just looking outside in, basically what it is is it's a part of the game where they made – I mean, everybody out there knows what The Division is. It's the post-apocalyptic, but you're kind of like a tactical shooter, cover-based shooter, and it's a games of service right? Uh, So it's usually in a city that's, like, destroyed, and you're trying to, like, get it back on track um like you know that right yeah so basically what this is is it's a skyscraper that's a hundred floors and it procedurally generates itself so you run you go in with your friends and then you see like each floor has bigger and bigger and bigger challenges with bigger and bigger possibilities for loot like it's basically a roguelite in this giant games as service. It's just such a cool idea though, the skyscraper thing. And like each time you see how high you can get, and then you got to rerun it. Uh, it just sounds so cool to me. It's such a cool idea, uh, for a DLC in that kind of a game, you know? Yeah. Like I, I really liked it. I thought it was a It's doing something that games of service rarely do, which is be different. And I think games of service need to be different more often, uh, to bring in people like you, you know what I mean? Like, I think they need to find different ways to present their content, uh, than what they usually do, which are these paint by numbers events, um, and story beats and character. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. I feel like this was kind of like something different in that space. And it made me really excited.
0: Yeah. That is definitely one of the biggest issues that I have with games of services, just like we've talked about it. Yeah. The same thing that you've seen before, but with a fresh coat of paint.
1: Right. And it, I, I think that like, again, I think you were presented a game in a poor light. I think that, that, You probably wouldn't hate it as much if the person leading you to do it didn't do it the way they did it. But like, it's still sometimes it's like, this is like you have these three type of things that you do. And like, there's variation in them. But like, I like that this is a completely different way of doing something in it, you know? Yeah. Um, And then finally, Riders Republic, which I thought was the star of the show. Nobody knew about this game. There was no like, like previous like leaks or anything like that but it basically looks like forza but with steep and all extreme sports rolled in basically you have this huge open world it's massive online multiplayer so there's a ton of people in there and you basically this world is just a playground for any extreme sport you can think of so like uh hang gliding wingsuits snowboarding skateboarding bmxing uh Anything, rollerblading, like I saw, I saw at least like a hundred different like ways to do stuff in that game, uh, just in their trailer. And basically you just go around doing crazy extreme sports stuff with other people. You can also, there is like a a very baseline sports story where like you get sponsorships and you do bigger stunts for sponsors. Uh, This game looks so cool to me. I, it's just so different. It was the game that like, I knew I wanted, but I didn't, uh, uh, the game I didn't know I wanted, like to me, like it just looks so different. It looks like it, again, a different spin on a games of service that we need more different things in the games as service genre other than just shooters and slashers, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it's just, I don't know. It just won the day for me.
0: Eh, I fast forwarded through it. You suck.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah i mean i played like a huge di rate man just pretend I, you watched yeah. it jesus christ dude well no i just uh, like i played it doesn't taste that good neil god damn it <laughs>
0: <laughs> um i played like ssx back in the day um right. and steep when that came out mildly intrigued me enough to download it when it was free at one point but i mean outside of that I mean, I didn't even really play it. I don't know. I feel like those games, like even like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater remaster that just, your remake that just came out. Hey, you were excited about that. I know. It was like, even a new entry in that sort of genre, like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I would definitely rent and try, but I don't think that's one of those games that I'm like, oh man, gotta get home from work so I can put in Tony Hawk again. Like Mm. it's... I think it speaks to me at least personally that whole genre speaks to a nostalgic part of me from back in the day not necessarily where I'm at now. It's not that oh, I fair. hate it. It's yeah, it's not that I, like hate it, but it right. doesn't offer enough to me to
1: to like be like a game that I go back to a lot. See, okay. Let me I, I don't know if I'm going to rebut that, but I'm not a big racing game guy, okay? Yeah, like that's just not my bag. However, Forza Three, Forza Horizon Three, sucked me in and kept me there for way longer than I should have, okay? Like mm-hmm. the Forza series did. Like it just got me. And like Forza Four, I'm not a fan of. I've said that on the channel, basically because they took the one thing out of out of it that I loved. Um, But if you could do that with, you know what I mean? Like if the nostalgia brings me in, okay, but what's going to keep me there? And this just looks like there's just so much different ways to do it that it would keep me there. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I want to try it. I want to see what this has to offer. And I I like the idea. I really like the idea of them pushing something in that space that's different from the norm. You know, they could have just done another shooter. They could have just done another, you know, fighting game or something, or a, or a competitive, you know, situation. But they didn't. They did something very different in that situation, and I, I'm I'm kind of excited to see what that shakes out as. That that opens up the games as service because when people think of games as service, they think of very limited things, right? Like what do you picture? Yeah. You picture Destiny, right? Like that's the kind of stuff you picture. I mean, but like, and Marvel's Avengers has not been super successful, obvious. Well, I mean, it's been super successful monetarily, but it's gotten a lot of hate. But still, it's one of those where it's like, we're trying to do something different with this thing, you know? Right. Um, and do I agree with the choices they made? No, I, I don't. They have made a ton of terrible, awful choices that get them all the hate that they should have. But like, still, like let's see what superheroes look like in a games of service. Let's see what extreme sports looks like in a games of service. Like I want to see these things and, and I like that they did something different. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that covers Ubisoft for it. I think we got it right. Yeah, I'd say so.
2: All right. Horrible gaming podcast.
1: All right. So that brings us to odds and ends. We're going to get to do it this week. Um, so, I'm going to start us off. I got a couple rapid fire ones. Number 1, Borderlands 3 is getting a free next gen update and it's really nice to see Gearbox which has been notoriously not a great company lately uh being on the right side of this one. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes yes very much so moving on <laughs> uh, well I also
0: heard too uh, that they're going to have an update I don't know if it's going to be DRC oh, yeah. about skill trees being added for each of the characters too so, which is great
1: yeah, I, I, was, I was avoiding talking about this on the show um, we're actually going to do a Borderlands state of play this week it's going to come out on Thursday me and Phil Billy are going to do it and we're going to talk about that because that's right every character is getting a fourth skill tree so,
0: Which I think is a nice compromise because everybody's wanted a fifth ball hunter. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: yeah.
0: But I I think. That the rebalancing of the game would be a bit much if you added an entire character this late in the game with all of the updates and everything that have already happened. So, I feel like a skill tree added on to each of the
1: characters is a nice compromise. Well, it's going to make some really interesting, never before seen sort of build mechanics. The, the Which thing is true. The, the thing that really pisses me off and pisses Phil off is. They keep increasing the level cap and that's a problem for the game. Like because when you increase that level cap you make everything that anybody has useless. So like like if you if you make a badass build, you have to have you have to have the weapons all the highest level as well as yourself. So any weapon that you have in the game that you grinded by fighting the same guy over and over again until he dropped the right thing. uh, Basically you have to go back to that guy and grind him again until he drops the right level thing after you level your character up to the cap. So they keep doing this level cap thing, which is the real problem. They need to just set a level cap and stay at it. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to do another rapid fire one? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Now you're going to think we talked about this in the last podcast. I don't think we did. I think it was in the, betweens and i cut it so um rocket league is going free to play everybody knows that but it will actually be free to play even if you don't have nintendo online or ps plus Ah, so you'll be able to play rocket league just through rocket league servers on any of those systems for free which i think is really cool i think that's really cool Um, Uh, those are my two uh, rapid fire the other one's a little bit bigger if you want to Shoot off a couple you can.
0: Well, I'm actually, I'll, uh, I'll throw out uh, one of my other, one of my kind of rapid fire ones. Uh, CD Projekt Red said that Cyberpunk is going to stay $60 across the board, including next gen. Um, because they've already said that this game has been announced. People have had money on pre-order for the longest time. And they think that it's wrong to at the last second adjust the price to make it be a $70 game. So I think that's really super awesome. Um, now, if later on down the line, whenever they make whatever next game they make, it's going to be seventy dollars probably. But I think it's well, really cool for probably the time get a being.
1: Game of the Year edition that might go up too if it includes all the DLC or whatever. True. Um, but that's cool. I like that. I like that it's staying sixty bucks. I like that they're agreeing to the oral contract. Um, just better not be delayed again. You're going to get some hate if that thing gets played again. I think they also have said, too, in that same interview, that they have confirmed
0: there are no more delays, no more pushbacks. That is, that is it. The game is actually going to be going gold here, they said, soon.
1: Sure. I don't <laughs> it until that game is out anymore. Like, just not. like True. Um. Okay. Uh, do you want to do? it? I only have one more left. It, well, I'm curious to see connect. what
0: your I'm curious to see what your bigger one is.
1: Okay, so this is a really cool thing that I'm just super excited to talk about. Uh, Valve is doing a DLC update for Left for Dead Two, and you heard me correct. Left for Dead Two from like I don't know, like ten years ago, like probably less than that, but like a while ago. Oh yeah. It is getting uh, an update, and basically they said "Like there's so much demand for Left 4 Dead stuff that we're not giving people that we're just going to do an update for this that's actually u- – they used community feedback to create it, so it's made by the community for the community is what they said, and it's going to be called The Last Stand. I don't think there's a release date on it yet, at least there wasn't when I looked at the article. No, uh, there's not. But that is so cool. That's so yeah. cool. That's like when uh, Borderlands 2 got that DLC with the Lilith DLC just out of nowhere. Like, I, I I hope this thing is free, honestly, and I can just, like, reinstall my Left or Dead 2 on my Xbox One and just play with it. I think that's just so cool. So cool.
0: Yeah, uh, it's, very, it's very good uh, for the community itself. I mean, I think that also kind of confirms that we're not getting a left for dead three or at least not for a very long time but at the Aren't same time
1: like a spiritual successor it was like
0: yeah there was something for life or something like i don't that. know yes yeah, some i know they were doing some spiritual successor i mean honestly at this point valve doesn't need to make games they have yeah. steam i they mean yeah. they've pretty much shown a genuine disinterest in making games at all anymore truthfully um with the exception of like half-life alex came out outside of that they had the weird card game or something like that
1: right Uh, yeah they they, it it was based on like league or something because they also have one of those mobas i can't remember which one but they have a very successful moba too i don't know like they have steam they definitely have steam but they also run one of the big multi-user battle arenas like it's like league of legends or one of those like they they have that too which is just a huge money dump for them yeah so um, right, well, that was my last one man the so, and yeah so yeah
0: so i'm gonna kind of scoot through these kind of quick but they are not good um remedy
1: rant we're, we're actually not doing too bad on time please don't make me rant
0: either. uh well i'm sorry but remedy is in trouble I oh, uh, I don't know. Your your tone tells me that you have not heard about this. I'm not, no. I. Oh. So
2: you remember Just that time?
0: It. You remember that time where they said you have to buy the ultimate edition of Control to be able to uh, get your uh, next gen upgrades? Uh, apparently, that is a lie because uh, those who had previously bought. The, uh, the previous version of Control uh, for the deluxe version of it, accidentally were able to pre-download the updates for free. So basically, yeah, they Remedy said, "Oh, this is the only way that we can do it, blah blah blah," all the corporate BS that they give everybody saying, "You have to buy this new version of the game to be
1: able to get the upgrade." And they gave some bullshit corporate bullshit. It was Talk bullshit. It was
0: bullshit corporate bullshit and people were able to do it, but the best part is they realized that it was an accident. And totally removed it from all of those who were able to go ahead and get that updated version.
1: So they just want more money. Yeah, it's and literally now it's proved that they just want they, more money. They Bill actually out there being like, told you like they th- that's what this is. They just want more money and they like- the, the problem with me the problem that I have here, if you don't mind me getting a little crazy here. Oh, go ahead. The problem I have here is not even that they want more money. It's not even that they're like, "We're going to charge you more for this period." It's that they're lying. That you lie. Why lie? Like, yeah. Why lie? If you're going to be a mugging, money grubbing piece of shit, why lie to us? Especially in 2020, when everything is on social media, we're going to find out. Like. It's just the way like you guys don't keep anything from us. Game companies are notoriously bad at keeping secrets. You guys, you're going to leak it. We're going to figure out that you lied. Just tell us you want more money and like, we'll be pissed at you, but take your licks like a fucking man, man, or a lady. Take your licks like a grown up person and stop fucking lying to us. You know, at least I, I can't believe I'm about to say what I'm about to say, but you know, that happens at least once on the podcast. Uh, at least the, uh, NBA 2K was just like, yeah, we just want more money. Like, at least they were fair enough to just be upfront and honest, slime bags. Oh. Yeah, I mean, what really bullshit, gets man. what really the gets Remedy me about this? For a company that's come from like nothing, you know, they were once an indie developer, they're a third-party developer. You're better than this, Remedy. Way better than this bullshit.
0: Yeah. And what really gets me about it too is it was essentially flicking a light switch. Yep. Somebody did the wrong thing. Oopsie daisy. People are getting stuff. And it's like, I could see like, you know, it's the fact that it's like, I believe it was the deluxe edition that came with like the, the DLC, the season pass, whatever that got this, but they had said that it wasn't going to come with this and they accidentally flipped the switch. Like, Come on now. You you bought that version of the game knowing full well that it was going to get the DLC coming with it. Right. Now, whether or not a next gen patch really qualifies as a DLC is I guess still a gray area, but in my mind, I would consider that part of the complete deluxe experience.
1: You know, again, <laughs> we we'll talk about this like it's one thing if you're in the middle of a console year and you've got a game and you've got a game of the year edition to like sell us on a higher end system you know it's another thing entirely when we're transferring when we're transferring these people are buying games they should get they shouldn't have to buy a whole nother game like if they want a little bit more money fine but the problem here is these people want you to buy the entire game again on not only the entire game again but the entire game again on a different console like that's insane to me
0: yeah um, and then one more, which is just, just as bad. Um,
1: Apple you like, is, do you like set this up to make it like, like we're doing good on time. And then it's like, I'm going to do this. You know, it's just going to ruin everything. Honestly, like I, I'm just trying
0: to get through this so I can delete my note on my phone. Like I said, <laughs> like I said before, like I, I've had the NVIDIA video card announcement on my, odd and, my odds and ends for like three weeks, but I'm never <laughs> going to get to it. So me mentioning it just now is like, hey, NVIDIA put out some video cards. They're good. They're expensive. One's crazy. Um, but, yeah, no, Apple. Uh, so Apple is going to allow Stadia and xCloud On uh, their platform, but there's a huge massive caveat to that because of Apple's rules, every single game has to have an individual app store listing basically. Uh, and this is because Apple wants the developer relationship with each and every single game available on the platform so they can get a 30% cut of every single game available through those third party streaming services. Who's, so basically, Stadia, Stadia uh, Project X, Pla- X Cloud, all that stuff. So. Apple is essentially just being a douche. I don't know. I think they're doing this just because they're in the middle of the fight with Epic right now. That's the only reason I can think of because the whole Epic thing keeps going. There's suits and counter suits. Yeah, and it's like, not going anywhere. It's well, And now, like, Fortnite is going to be banned for at least a year, regardless of what happens. And now this, because Apple just doesn't want – Apple just wants to be Apple and do whatever they want to do as they have, they're essentially keeping xCloud and Stadia from being a thing on their platform because they want individual listings for individual games available on those platforms so they can get cuts of money still like I. I, again, like I'm sure Netflix gets does some sort of payout process, but thirty percent right. of all of that something that's just as big, like I don't I don't understand what Apple's doing here.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't get it. It's unprecedented greed, and and what what blows my mind is these companies, and I'm not even just talking about Apple. I'm talking about Remedy. I'm talking about 2K. Like they just they act like they deserve it, like, right you don't deserve this. Like you don't deserve that money. You didn't work on anything. You didn't do anything. Like you're just providing like you deserve something, but like you guys just keep asking for more and more when you don't need it. It, it just, I just like, I don't, I am okay with you do your motivations being money because we live in America. It is a capitalist society. And you know, while I'm not as pessimistic or dark as Phil is about it, it is all about making money most motivations come stem from that. They go to it and they come from it. But so I'm okay with it to a level, but there's gotta be a point where you're like, I, I don't know. There's just gotta be a limit to like, what are you going to do with that money? Like, right. I mean, how I, much money do you need? Like, it's not like they couldn't even print out. Like there's not enough printed money to give you the amount of money you have. Like, I don't understand what you're going to even do with it. It's just going to th- sit somewhere and not do anything.
0: Like- I, I, if I think what it is, to just kind of put a cap on the whole talk of it, I think, it's, I think it is Apple knowing they have the keys to the kingdom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you have a platform that's built around streaming. Right. You know The companies have already dumped all this money into developing this tech and implementing it and everything. And why would they leave a portion of that money on the table you know, from the development of it if they can't put it on all mobile platforms. Right. So yeah. Apple is just being like, hey, if you want in to make the best of what you got, you're going to have to pay us out because, I mean, Apple's apples right there with Android, if not more so popular than Android in the operating mobile operating system space. I mean, right. they know full well what it is that they have and they're going to leverage that. I mean, company's got a company, I guess, but still, this is... Like you said, just obscene, just ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely beyond belief. And side note, I guess half of odds and ends. Um, Ubisoft, what are you doing with the whole demo of Phoenix Rising and Stadia? Like, why did you do that? Like, You know, Stadia is not a thing anymore, right? It's like a phantom <laughs> that's going to be gone in like a year. Like, why would you give them your demo? I don't understand that one at all. Yeah. Uh Okay. Well, uh, I'm done with odds and ends. Are you done? You want to go to Horrible Arena? Yeah, let's do it. I'm very excited
2: about Horrible Arena. Horrible Gaming Podcast.
1: All right, that brings us to the end of the show, the main event, the moment you guys have all been waiting for, the horrible arena. What is the horrible arena if you have never listened to the show? Well, first of all, listen to the show more. But what it is is the co-host will pitch you a game. We will pitch you the title of the game. We will pitch you the developer of the game. And we will pitch you, you know, the game itself. We will pitch it based on pre-existing criteria that we never seem to remember to announce in this episode. Ever. Ever. ever uh the last week's pre-existing criteria that we again forgot to announce was crossover genre so two genres act so a uh, action rpg or uh, uh, a shooter tactic strategy something like that um so with that said you guys will then get to go and vote and tell us what you'd spend your hard-earned money on and we decide next week which one of us won So the quantum coin has been tossed. Neil, you have the floor.
0: All right. So I think with this week, I'm going to uh, state what my two genres are that's being mashed up as well. Um, So my project name is going to be called Project Wandering Fist. And it is a fighter RPG. It'll be developed by Capcom. Um, And it would let you create your own fighter uh, and you would make up your own input commands to your own personal style. Anyone familiar with fighting games knows that uh, there's different styles. There's like the Tekken style where it's a string of button inputs with some directions put in there or the Street Fighter style, which is a directional input that is finished off with a single or sometimes multiple button press. Um, and what you would do is you would select your commands, you could program them in and you would assign those moves to preset special moves in the game, like various grabs, ranged attacks, um, crazy flying kicks, whatever you want. Um, and after you create your fighter and the move set, you would get skill points and you would assign those skill points to various stats, such as like speed, strength, stamina, all those other things. And then what you would do is you would take your pre-made character online and you would do online matchmaking and you would take on other fighters and their builds. Now, it would purposely not be gated based off of skill. You could randomly get matchmade with somebody who's like level 20 when you're level one. And the reason for that is learning because in a real fight and in real life, you know, sometimes you need to get your butt kicked to actually learn from what it is that happened. I mean, of course you would get XP if you win as well, but after you finish these fights, you would be granted experience points. And then you can take them back out and put those experience points back into your character to level them up in any sort of way. So everyone could build out their own type of character to their own playstyle. I mean, maybe you would want to focus on special moves. There's some people who prefer grabs. Um, Sometimes maybe you want to put your... Uh, skills into your finishing moves. Um, Anything that you would want, you'd be able to put your experience points into and you would level up your character and take it back out into the world. With that, you would basically create your own story that you would be in control of with your own fighter um, as well as you could come across somebody who might be a couple levels higher than you and learn the type of build that you have at a lower level can totally steamroll somebody who's at a higher level. And it would also, of course, be based on skill as well. If you're quick and you know what you're doing, you could take out somebody who is higher level than you as well. I think that there's just a lot of different facets that would lean itself into that whole idea. So you could have your fighting game, but you would also have an RPG with a story that you basically make And kind of take unto the world and you can level up, like I said, different aspects of your character to build out your fighter, how you want it to be. So that is my project project wandering fist developed by Capcom.
1: Okay, I don't know how this happened. No, you're not. Uh, I'm going to pitch it. I will say there is a fundamental difference between <laughs> our two. <but laughs> of all the ones that I would say we would end up pitching the same thing, I didn't think this was going to be the one. But Oh, goodness. Definitely the one. Um, okay. So, here we go, guys. I can't believe this. What <laughs> the fuck? I should have gone first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my project is Project Kung Fu Theater. All right. So, Here's what my game is. It is first, it's developed by Sucker Punch because thanks to Ghost of Tsushima, they have shown us that they can deliver us exactly what we want from an experience with a samurai movie. I want to see them do that with a Kung Fu movie. Now, my genre is going to be fighting game and RPG. It will have a very fundamental difference than my friend's pitch, which I think I should get into right away since for the most part this game is going to be an open world section there will be npcs in it It, we will have kind of like a fantasy china basically um but there's not going to be any skills or anything like that and the stats will not go up in the beginning when you create your character you will set what your stats are now you can change what the stats are but to change them you have to retrain and it will actually lower another stat so You will always have a set amount of points and how you distribute them is up to you. Now, the game itself will actually take place specifically on the button mapping. So your directional pad will have four slots for stances. When in those stances, you can then map techniques to the four main buttons. You know, X, uh, Y, B, A, if you're on an Xbox, whatever. The triggers will do uh, standard action things like block, defend, that sort of thing. Um, But what you will do is you will go out into the world and you will try and fight people. As you fight people that have techniques that you haven't seen before, you can spend points to learn those techniques. Then, once they're in your repertoire, you can assign them, depending on the stances that you have, to the buttons that you want. So you're not actually building out your character in a form of like statistics or loot. You're building out a character in the actual techniques that you can do and how you can do them together. That's what all this game is going to be about. You're going to be building the way you fight. You're gonna be looting the way you fight. You're going to be, collecting the way you fight. So like you might hear about a teacher up on a mountain that knows this one technique. So you go to find him and then do something for him so he will actually teach you that technique. Uh, And of course, you will be able to have one server. Uh, That server will host a certain amount of people and those people will always go into the same server. So there are a certain amount of characters that you can run into that are player characters and you can fight them. You can do stuff with them. You can train with them and learn their techniques and trade their techniques with yours. um, While there is still this open world plot to deal with. Uh, So that's my project. It's project Kung Fu Theater. Uh, we have pitched very similar games. I guess the ideology behind them is the only thing that you guys really have to vote on. But there you have it Project Kung Fu Theater versus Project Wandering Fist. Which one are you guys going to spend your hard earned money on? You've never had a closer decision. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, we'll be right back with to tell you where you can contact us.
2: Horrible Gaming Podcast. All
1: right, so that brings us to the plugs, the end of the show. Uh, first and foremost, I'm going to remember to give my criteria. Neil, next week, the Horrible Arena will be DLC. You must pitch a DLC for a game that already exists. Ooh, yeah, I know. Interesting. I'm kind of excited about that one. Um, so that will be our criteria for next week's Horrible Arena. And until then, you guys can, of course, vote on our last Horrible Arena and just talk to us. Uh, you can comment below. You can contact us on Facebook at o Gaming DH. You can contact us on Twitter at o Gaming 9. You can join our Discord. The link is in the description below, and you can influence this and all of our shows from there. Please hit the like button, the subscribe button, and tell your friends about this if you enjoy us because we really want our subscriber count to go up and uh, we want you guys to help us with that. So as long as you guys keep watching and listening, we will keep making them. We'll see you guys next week. We're done. You Did, did you do plugs? That was plugs, wasn't it? I don't remember any plugs being plugged. Oh, that's right. That's... I didn't plug any plugs, did I? No.
0: <laughs> I was like, wow, wait, 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 what?
1: That's, that's kind of... It's over already. I mean, cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I You. Uh, I. am okay con- Yeah. Oh, or we could just continue this as the plugs. This would be the rest <laughs> of the
2: plugs.
0: Just like us, us BSing.